Hey guys, and welcome to episode four of Oto, and really excited tonight. We've got a debut song, and we've got our third co-host. If you've been to our website, you already know him, but his first appearance on on the show uh, will be tonight, and that's Aaron. So go ahead and say hello. Hey, what's up? And again with me, as usual, is Evanor Elman. Hello. And like I said, tonight we have a premiere debut song you've probably heard it all over already throughout april because it's getting a lot of press and that's uh silver ash's new single reborn uh that's coming up in our first chunk here aaron welcome to the show thank you glad to be here tell us why we should listen to you and why your opinion matters Let's see um okay i've i've been into visual k and japanese music since around 2003 2004 maybe early 2003 um, I got into it through uh, a friend. I was in a chat room, and I saw someone wearing an avatar of Kyo from Duran Gray. He was covered in bed, and it fascinated me. I thought it was from a horror movie. You know, what is that from? And he was like, yeah, it's just, it's a guy in this Visual K band. I was like, Visual K, what, is, what does that even mean? So he sent me uh, Kirito Mayu from, I think it was Misa. I listened to it, and I loved it. It took a couple listens, but after that, I was sold. And from then on, I just... I was obsessed, and uh, I've, I've been listening to uh, Japanese music in Visual K, even to this day. It pretty much dominates all my playlists. It's it's really, yeah, it's, it's a passion. Did that happen passion. to be the, the Palace Avatar chat room? Yes, that's exactly uh-huh. what it was. That's actually where Aaron and I met, was probably back yes. in 2003. Um, I had already been into Japanese rock for a couple of years at that point, and uh, came into the room and met a, quite a few of... Uh, Met you and a couple of your friends that really expanded my yes. knowledge of, yes, of different yes. I bands. Think it, I and think it was on. Scene. Yeah, I think it was on the Balam Garden Palace. It was basically a Final Fantasy themed uh, palace, mm-hmm. and yeah, and you met us there, I think. And I think even back then you were still wearing those, like the the Kyoya avatars from uh, Ali Alien Mariage. Uh, oh. Yes, we played them on our first episode. Yes. Uh, but I don't want to ignore Ev. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just sort of in awe, and you know, since we have a new co-host, I've never really met him before. But I've creeped on his uh, uh, his blog nice. a lot. Uh, yes, he uh, does run his own Tumblr, his own blog, and he is a contributor on uh, J Rock NYC. So yes. you might have seen him around. This is Zio. This is Aaron. In a couple of bands, very interesting figure, but we'll talk more to him a little later. Do want to get uh, into Silver Ash's new single, and the reason why I am completely exhausted and I'm using tonight as an excuse to boogie, completely exhausted. I've been spending the past week trying to get a site built from scratch, built and launched for our my boss, our producer, Josh Hadley, who hosts Radio Drome and... Uh, what the f-, f and uh, lost in the static on our um, host station Jackalope. I'm kind of his assistant webmaster, and I'm just ugh, I've had it. I'm done with the week. I'm I'm ready, ready to let loose, let my hair down, and yes, <laughs> tired of saving his old butt. So yeah, that's why I'm needing to boogie down tonight. And we've picked an excellent playlist to do it, and got some excellent co-hosts to kind of talk you and introduce some of the more I know they're new bands to me, some of them. I don't know to you guys. Oh, I get sidetracked so much on this show. I do want to go back to Silver Ash. This is their new single. It's been uh, advertised all over the place here lately. 
it's quite a departure. It's it's in the same vein as the song we played in our first episode, Pretty But Evil. Have any of you guys had a chance to listen to it yet? Yeah, I checked it out. It was pretty good. I've, I've never I, been a big fan. I actually haven't heard it yet. I'm guilty as charged. Well, you're gonna ha- you're gonna hear it tonight, sir, and you'll have to give us your opinions, okay? Now they uh, like we mentioned in our first episode, if if uh, you caught that one, they are going in a new direction with the the with their music. They are going for a more western tone, and they're taking kind of influence from EDM and dubstep. Do you get that vibe, Zio? Since you you've heard the track, yeah, yeah, I do actually. It's it's kind of a, a bigger electronic focus from their older stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the oldest stuff was really rock focused, and I think they kind of did that to fit with the uh, the other bands at the time. Nowadays, there's a stronger electronic focus in pretty much most Visual K, so maybe they're just trying to kind of do their own thing within that bracket. That is true, and um, you do also have to take into account that two of the members, Ling and Kane, uh, Kane being the most recent addition, they are uh, in Toronto. They are in Vancouver, sorry, uh, right now in Canada. So that that has a bit of an EDM background. Um, True that. So we're going to go ahead and toss off to our first song of the night, which is Silver Ashes Reborn. Came out at the beginning of this month. Go if you like it, go buy it. It's available everywhere. Enjoy.
And that was Silver Ashes Reborn, brand new single. I love it, guys. I It has been getting a bit of um, mixed reaction from the fan base. As uh, Aaron was talking about earlier, it's a more dub influence and a lot of the older fans, they kind of miss the, the straightforward rock vibe that they used to present. And, uh, you know, Bands do evolve and they change, and I think this is a good move for them. What do you guys think? I think I think this sound kind of fits them a little more. I think they're a lot more comfortable in this. Uh, maybe it's just me because I'm enjoying it more than their older stuff. Because I, I wasn't a big listener of their uh, their original run, but this this stuff I don't know. It it clicked more for me. It's a little more interesting. It it certainly has. Uh... What did impress me uh, is the fact that we have an Asian band that can properly pronounce elf. Yeah. I, I, slightly racist, maybe, but that, that's a stereotype, and it is true. We, we get a lot of R's with our L's in this genre of music. And Ling does go the extra mile to try to pronounce words correctly, and I know he spends a lot of time going over the various different language versions of a song because they've they've done a Japanese version of a previous track, and um, of course their native tongue is, um, I believe, Cantonese. They speak Cantonese. Is it Cantonese? I think it is. I'm not entirely sure. That would be interesting. That would kind of set them apart a little bit more, too, because, I mean, Mandarin's the most common in this case. Uh, but uh, I may be incorrect on that, so don't quote me. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But our next block coming up is another excellent, uh, we're, we're going to kind of rock your socks off a bit in the next block. And this is all thanks to our newly acquired, not newly, he's been here honestly longer than you know our good buddy Ev here. Uh, Aaron's been with us since the beginning, since the conce- the idea of the show began. He's been helping me with, you know. Yeah. It's been fun. What we, direction we, kinda... we were actually going to go right. in the show, it's just due to availability, hasn't been able to be on until now. Exactly. Which is why we have kind of a rotating co-host line. Yeah. We, we pretty much conceived all of it in Facebook, so. And yeah. <laughs> I haven't had the chance to get recording. I had nothing to do with it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he is without blame. You can blame it all on us. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Evan's still off the hook. Now, uh, the band's coming up. We have uh, Pool which is a band that I know Aaron and I absolutely adore. And after that, we have uh, Tokusatsu, which is a band that's uh, completely new to me, so we'll let Aaron talk a little bit about that. After that would be uh, Jane the Ark, uh, another great oldie but goodie. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Pool, Aaron, and what struck you about them and why you've picked them out for tonight? Pool, I discovered way back when around the... Uh the earlier times that I was discovering Visual K and it pretty much was unlike almost everything that I had heard up to that point that they're very sort of eccentric heavy rock but they're very intense and very riff heavy like Taito their guitarist is a very prominent figure in the band and it seems like it's mostly Taito and Shaka who's the vocalist they both really play off of each other really well and it's a very intense mixture so I, I pretty much picked them because they're one of my favorite bands from that era, the early 2000s to late 90s, they're very underrated. So I feel like they need some exposure. It's, it's. I hardly ever hear about them from anybody. 
unless someone's talking about the vocalist's later band, Akuma Head, or Miss Jellyfish. And it's, I, I think it's his best band so far, but his later bands are very great. You should check those out as well. Shock is a really good vocalist. I, I would is. have to agree with that. He's I really liked, I got into Pool when I, I guess, downloaded a random song by them. I think it's called Monkey Magic or something like that. I'm yeah. not sure. No, it's uh, Monkey Money. Monkey Money, yeah. And that, that was a really good song. And it sort of surprised me how different they were, at least how, the, how they sounded with all the stuff that was coming out at that time. So I, I really got into them. And then I just discovered recently that he was in Miss Jellyfish and I had no idea about Ackman Head. But yeah. then when I, when, I, when I listened to that middle band, I love them, and I wish they sort of made more stuff. Yeah, but, they're, they're, they're fantastic. But they only released a, an album, a couple demo tapes, uh, a couple uh, omnibus tracks, and that's it. After that, they broke up for a couple of years, and then that's when Akuma Head came around, and Taito didn't move to a new band until Kyokuto Girlfriend way in like 2011 or so, 10. Another really good band. <laughs> yeah, also really good. Well, um, we also have uh, Tokusatsu, which is a, uh, a new band to me. Uh, can you? And I'm pretty sure it's new to Ev too, isn't it? Yeah, I, I thought Tokusatsu was some sort of anime. <laughs> <I'd>, uh, <laughs> well, I had to be like, no, they seem to be kind of punk influenced. But uh, I think I think Aaron will, will t- you know talk us through us a little bit. You know, tell us a little about about these guys. I don't really know a whole bunch about him, or them rather. Tokusatsu was a, it's a non-visual K band. They formed back in, I would say, early 2000s, late 90s. I'm not entirely sure. But they're fronted by this guy named Kenji Otsuki, who was also in a band called Kiniku Shoujo Tai and a couple other bands. His background is a lot more thrash, thrash metal. Along with him were a couple other dudes. One of them was uh, uh, Narasaki from Koltar of the Deepers. He was on lead guitar and did most of their songwriting. And I think he was doing all this at the same time he was doing Coltar of the Deepers. But they have a really uh, intense sort of like, it's, it's sort of a blend of heavy rock and jazz. And it's... it's little all punky you, too. It's got yeah, a bit of attitude to a it. Lot of punk, a lot of punk attitude to it. And they get, they're very unpredictable. Their tempos are all out, out of... They're all out of whack. They seem almost uh, comedic in a way when I was listening to the playlist earlier oh, yeah. and uh, I was looking at the, the names on the track list. The song we're playing tonight is a Bakuden uh, Piero or a Clown Bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A I, lot I of love, the music that, has I love a very... that name. That's such a good name for a song, yeah, Clown it's Bomb. It's really awesome. Um, it... uh, they have a lot of really crazy songs where they're just like, th- th- I think they have a song that's just about a dog and it's just like they do barking <laughs> sounds. And then there's another, there's an alternate version of it that's just about a cat, and like almost all the lyrics have meowing in it. But um, that's awesome. Their, yeah, their theme song, since it's called, since their band's called Tokusatsu, is it's like a, yeah, it's a like tokusatsu, a Tokusatsu big... for those that don't know are the uh, kind of like Power Rangers. Yeah, so yeah. It's, uh, if uh, you know any kind of uh, super soldier group, okay. Yeah, basically like old school kind of uh, Japanese action TV shows and stuff like that. Mm. But they're like VR troopers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their theme song has a big, like, uh, a really booming Godzilla shriek in it. So, like, they chant, Tokusatsu, Tokusatsu, and then there's, like, a <laughs> giant Godzilla shriek. It's awesome. All right, and our third song in this block would be uh, Jane D'Arc's uh, Speed from their Dearly mini album from 98. But the track we're using actually comes from the Indies Complete bo- Box that was released in 2006. Now, are there any differences between what we're playing tonight versus what was released in 98? 
I think it was remastered, but that's the most of it. It's pretty much the same original recording as it was on Dearly in uh, 1998. You might be more familiar with Yasu, the vocalist's uh, more recent works, which would be Acid Black Cherry. Uh, this is his previous band uh, from the 90s. I think they formed in 96 or so. Yeah, actually, no, they formed way back in about 91. Their earliest really? demo tape is in 92, yeah. I did. I could have sworn they were a little later than that. That's impressive. Yeah, a, a lot of people think so because um, pretty much all their uh, available recordings that most people have mm. are from 98, 97. Right. Their earliest demo tapes are really hard to find, but they're way back in 92, so... Alexa, and we'll uh, talk more about that because that is interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, but here we have uh, Pools Shindogo. Did I say that right, Aaron? Yeah, yeah Shindogo or Shindogo. No, uh, Asian No Symbol, which was released in 2002. And we have uh, Tokusatsu's Bakuden Piero or Clown Bomb from uh, Nui Guruma uh, from yes. 2000. Then Jane Dark's Speed from Dearly, released in 98, but we're playing the track from the Complete Indies box, released in 2006. Enjoy, guys.
望は神より高い連想とは未熟だ十字を背負う白夜の連続か密度の解放か君の作った季節風命一人分全てを洗いざらし足跡は逃げ虫星と話そう夢から覚めたら縫い目をくり抜こう妙に優しいな妙に優しいな女の子まねさ女の子まねさぬいぐるみ作ってぬいぐるみ作ってレソートは未熟な一体感
Shindo Go from A Shadno Symbol, Tokusatsu's Bakuden Piero or Clown Bomb from Nui Guruma, Jan Jen Jen the Art. John. I guess it would be John. Yeah, there's yeah. there's been a debate. I I I, yeah. I apparently say yeah. things incorrectly. Yeah, you've been saying it Jan, I think, but uh, it's French, so I guess it would be Jean. But the Jean. katakana for it, if you, I usually just look at the katakana and they they right. call it they pronounce it Jean Jean. All right, so, Jean de Arc Speed from 1998, <laughs> remastered in 2006. There you go. That's cool. I never I I never really got into Acid Black Cherry. For some reason, I, I just said it, it never really appealed to me. Jeanne d'Arc, they are really, really, yeah, really they awesome. They are amazing. I love them so much. The, the first song I listened to them was Eden, and I saw that PV of theirs. Oh, where yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like, sort of like, yeah, and some staircase, and Yasu's hair is all like yeah. feathery and wavy. And it's not even a real church. If you look closely, it's like a it's like a green screen church, too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's awesome, but like other, like other songs like Red Zone, oh, man, God, they have yeah. some really good like solid riffs. Yet yeah. at the same time, they have like an awesome keyboard player. They are yeah. such a great band. Yeah, it, it's that keyboard focus. A lot of people call them like Mega Man rock because it's very like synth, like really catchy, kind of chip tune, uh, mel- melodic style. And they did really well in Japan, but you don't really hear a lot of the Western J rock or Japanese pop fans talking about them that much. No, unfortunately. Yeah, because Acid Black be- Cherry gets a lot more exposure here. Yeah, yeah, because they weren't cute, Cassandra, that's yeah. why. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. it makes they sense. Didn't, they didn't cater to the whole cutesy look or or the sexy look. They just pretty much looked like dudes with long hair and a moderate amount of makeup. So maybe <laughs> maybe it's that sort of middle ground that didn't really appeal to most people here. They, yeah, it was kind of a, that, that soft K. That, yeah. Uh, that BS term that gets thrown around, but it's a, you know, a more subdued, you know, we, we use a lot of hair cement, but we're not too good at using eyeshadow yet. They basically look like dads to me. So that's why I feel (laughs) like they they didn't really (laughs) do look like dads. Um, And Yasu in acid black cherry just seems like he's trying to channel his inner Roly on occasion. Like if you've ever seen Scanch or or know who Roly is, it just sometimes it seems like he's trying to be the next Roly. I don't know if anyone else gets that vibe. Yeah, I don't get the reference. I'm sorry. Ah. Oh yeah, Uh, uh, Suicide Club. If you've ever seen that movie, the oh I have, yeah. He was on heavy. uh, He was on Heavy Metal Sand too with that guy with 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 Marty. Oh makes... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. I know you're talking. The about guy it. with the really crazy eyes, and he would—they would do like guitar battle riffs. That's that's okay, that's yeah. Rolly. I can see it. I can see the accuracy. How <laughs> Yasu might seem like that now. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a wee little. Just a bit. little bit. <laughs> My references are out there, guys. You right. know that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> now, next block is uh, you know well. Our previous block was to rock your socks off. Now we're going to dance your pants off, okay? They're a bit of a theme tonight, okay? We're transitioning. It's, we're having a party, okay? And, and as you party, you, you end up losing clothes. Not that I, I know or anything. That's, I, I'm already naked, so it's okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not alone. Okay. Now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, two really great uh, kind of new wave-inspired dance Really dancey bands. I love them. First up would be Ziovachi, uh, uh, which uh, translates to Queen Bee. Be- we're playing disco from their Kujaku or Peacock album that was from 2011. 
wanted to play them because recently, this past February, they've announced they've gone on hiatus. So I've been kind of listening to their songs a little bit more. And uh, as you do when one of your favorites, you know, decides to go and split up or whatever they want to call it. It's unfortunate. And after that, we have another one that's dissolved, but because it could kind of spread out into other projects, I feel. And that's uh, Zavat which is a collaboration between a couple of different artists. Uh, most of note to you guys, our audience, uh, would be Shushi Ishii, the vocalist of Kaligari, Koji from uh, Malice Miser, which is a really huge visual K-band. I sh- probably shouldn't have to tell you guys anything about them. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> but, just mentioned the name. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you don't know who they are... Yeah, I'm just going to call you a noob and and tell you to look them up. You you are missing out. Go. They are the the senpai, the older the the they're what Visual K artists aspired to be uh, for for quite a number of years. Yeah, and still they're influencing bands. Yes, and uh, Zavat was a collaboration between those two artists and a couple more that are of note, but maybe not to a uh, broader audience. Uh, I should say. But going back to Jiuvachi a minute, very interesting band. And again, I'm probably butchering their name. I don't <laughs> even know do how that. to pronounce that one. So. Okay. Me neither. All for, right. For, well, smarty for Pants the... Aaron don't know the Nina Nina Nina. Okay. <laughs> for the longest time, I had I really couldn't tell if the lead singer was a male or a female. Oh, man. I had to follow so many articles online just to see, just to figure it out. And then finally one was like, androgynous vocalists and then it was like uh, further down the article it said something about transsexual and I was, oh okay so he's kind of moving toward that direction yes the, yeah. the vocalist he's um half african descent half japanese descent and um born male is kind of gender fluid and sings in both a male and a female tone uh, in the songs and the drummer for the band is actually his sister so very very interesting group addictive music very yeah. catchy very very bizarre like you don't uh, they, they're hugely influenced by later caligari but yes. they sort of put their own spin on it because it's very unpredictable and while owl might follow like a traditional uh song structure the guys in ziovachi will be yeah, they seem more influenced from the, the club kids not the yeah i get a yeah. really they're they're they make no um they don't hide the fact that they they're pretty much just club kids <laughs> Yeah. When I first li- when I first listened to them, I, I got uh, the first band that I sort of thought they sort of sounded like was that band Afri Rampo. If any of you have heard about them, oh yeah, yeah, actually that, that kind of fits. Uh, that'd be a new one for me. Uh, yeah, it's these these uh, these these two ladies, one on guitar, one on drums, and they just thrash around. They they made this uh, album where they I th- I think they go to Africa or something like that, and the whole album is just recording like water dropping in puddles it's a yeah. really 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 weird album it's, but it's their first one uh korega mayakuda which means like something drug i don't know that's a really good album you should check it out cassandra it's awesome. I, 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 do that. I think you'll, you'll, you'll have like to it. send it to me all right so we have uh, Ziovachi's disco from their album kujaku or peacock released in 2011 and zavat's zerotica released in 2010 really addictive tunes uh again enjoy guys <laughs> Dear I S A R Diver Disco Beauty, a lovely, a balance, a poison, a dressing, an envy, a vampire.
Disco and Zavat Zerotica. And up next uh, will be our final song of the evening, and it is again Koji related. It's Ziz, his most recent project that uh, began late 2011. Yeah, yeah. I would that's say when so. they started posting things on SoundCloud, is, is how I caught wind of them. If I could throw this question out to both mm. of you guys, what, what Koji project would you, I mean, well, well, what Koji project do you like the most out, out of these two at least? Ooh. Um, out of the two, I would say Ziz. I don't know. I'm I'm not really a big uh, Shuji Ishii fan. I don't. I don't really <gasps> like I'm sorry. Yeah, Aaron. I, I do know this about Aaron. He likes older generations of yeah. incarnations of Caligari. Yeah, I, I pretty much I listen not to both? tons of Caligari, but I mostly only listen to early shoot uh, the first Shuji era, the indie oh. era, because. I mean, their music stayed good, and it was a change of direction. But I really, I honestly, there's like a mental block for uh, for me whenever I listen to. Like it. I can't, I can't get into Ishii's voice. It just drives me insane. It is, it's, it is, it does take getting used to. He, he's, it's uh, so samey though. It's like I can do a pretty good impression of him actually. <laughs> I still have to save that, man. We can't do it tonight. No, we're right to handle it. I'm totally uh, willing we'll have to a colleague Ari night, and we can just talk about where they've gone. Okay. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I I would have to agree with Aaron. I sort of like uh, Ziz more. I think I don't know when that when when Zavat came out. I was so pumped and I was excited. And then I, I listened to their stuff. It was just like meh, meh. I was yeah. so pumped. I ended up getting the CD, the limited edition with the DVD and the you know, oh gosh. Okay, we've got to start wrapping up for the night, guys. It's been a heck of an evening, and I've enjoyed having you both on. Again, as usual, it's been Evanor Alman. Where can we reach you? Uh, the best place to reach me is at my last FM page. Uh, my username is Yami Bito. Just bother me there. And uh, newly joining us and soon to be regular on the show, Zio Aaron. Where can we find you? Uh, well, there's a number of places. I have a Facebook, of course, but my Twitter is probably the only one you want to add. And it's X I O W A G G A K O O. 
And I'm also on JROC NYC. You can post on the shout box there, and I I check it all day, every day, so I'll see it there. And I my email is probably on the site. Yeah, <laughs> I do, all the time. And you can find the show at uh, www.oto-show.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, too, facebook.com slash Show. You can email us at theotoshow at gmail.com. And we even have a Last FM group if you're into that sort of thing. Just search for Oto in the group section. Be sure to catch us uh, next week. We have a special guest coming up. That's uh, Alex Jowski, the host of Creation Videos over at geekjuicemedia.com. So looking forward to that. We'll be talking about J-pop idols. Evan, Aaron won't be able to join us next week, unfortunately. So it'll just be me and Alex, and we're talking J-pop idols. Should be a fun time. Uh, so we'll be leaving tonight with Ziz Cosmo Still from their first mini album, or well, it's a full-length album. A gift from 2012, uh, which is still available on CD Japan. You can find a link to it on our website. I'll be sure to throw one up. So enjoy the to be lulled to sleep by the beauty that is Cosmos still. Have a good night, guys. And remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. We're finally there.
between the chilly scenes I see universe I wanna know cooking I'm not there